I, I don't know if I should start with saying like, well, 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 or just like go straight into like the name of the show. I don't know. What do you guys like to hear when you when you listen to your to your, to your radio shows, I guess? I like to hear one to two minutes of planning before they say they start recording, but they leave all that in. <laughs> okay, I think that's I think that's good too. I think it just proves that we're real, you know. That that this this is this is no this is no fancy cast, you know. We don't we don't have scripts. We don't we don't have a we don't have a recording studio. We don't have functioning microphones half the time. We don't have function. That's a good point. Uh, we record on various devices. It kind of just goes wherever it goes. Um, that's life. That yeah. So, well, speaking of that's life, we are we are three days past Halloween at the time of this recording. Uh, but this is the horror throwdown podcast Halloween edition. Still, um, <laughs> ooh, when I said that, my stuff turned to the night mode. Yeah. Ooh. That's spooky. Oh. That's Man, real that's spooky. spooky. That's spooky. So this this is the uh, tax the evasion. <laughs> Shut up, man. Thank you. I okay. This this is gonna be. I'm gonna tell you this right now. This is gonna be one of those episodes like we like like we record almost every week where I don't really am gonna pay attention to what you say at all, Cisco. Um, but I'm gonna listen back and be like, man, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a pretty funny line. <laughs> but uh we, we are back with uh trick or treat which is a movie we definitely have not talked about on this podcast before and we're pairing it with the uh, other new i cisco would probably say halloween classic uh scary stories of tome of dark based on the book by uh alvin or arvin schwartz alvin schwartz, alvin schwartz who you'll you'll talk a little bit about it but there's there is a documentary on scary stories um <laughs> and i turned it off after like seven minutes I'll let this yeah you're, you're gonna get past the first guy that first guy was a real doozy For, yeah you're gonna get past him talking on top of his car next to his guitar I, I, I really well can't. that sounds really cool i don't know why you'd have to get past him i want more of that guy yeah, okay you know. listen trunks and in, in theory on paper so just like cool. cigarettes it sounds cool. so cool but when you do it it's still cool it's still cool smoke cigarettes kids yeah, this, today's episode is sponsored by um, the little market in San Francisco and Knob Hill that sold me a pack of uh, Turkish golds and a smart water smart water bottle for eighteen bucks. <laughs> Shout out! Shout You're out, San Francisco! Wrong. I eighteen bucks for a pack of cigarettes. That's not I, bad. Actually, not bad. No, and Nob a bottle Hill? of yeah. water. Yeah, I mean, smart water is expensive. How many fluid ounces? <laughs> You, you get was, that college-educated water, and you're, was, you're paying for somebody else's Okay, honestly, the other options were like the Sani and Aquafina, and I just couldn't. Oh, I, made, I, I, couldn't I, I couldn't do my friend like that. I was like, Whoa, no Fiji. No Fiji. Didn't have Fiji. Didn't even have a... What's the one in the glass bottle? Boss. No, nope, they don't have... They Which have is boss. really hard to find. Like, it's always plastic. Like, for some reason, Target is the only one I ever see have the glass bottles. I think the glass bottles were really cool. Like, they push that when it came out and they were like hey this is fucking expensive let's switch to plastic <laughs> like, like stop saving the environment go back to plastic yeah those those glass Voss bottles are some of my favorite things to smash how are you bringing glass yeah that sounds like a bad idea why not that sounds fucking cool you never broken like a beer bottle 
No, there's dogs in the street. I actually, yeah, I was at a Not party in, alleyway, in college. <laughs> That's where they live. Uh, oh. And my best friend <laughs> was really drunk, and he was waving a knife around. And I was also really drunk, so I grabbed a beer bottle and smashed it on the kitchen counter. And then our third friend, who was not drunk, came over and was like, with what the, the fuck are you doing? He came over with a gun and started wow. popping. No, and he put us both in timeout for the rest wow. of the night. Your dad's retirement party sounds wild. <laughs> <laughs> Who's just waving a knife? Okay, well, speaking of waving oh, a knife. Around. And then at the end of that night, apparently there had been a roast go- uh, goose in the, the like oven all night that nobody knew about. And my, like, the, the sober friend just like, this Half the like, people had gone to sleep, and he pulls out this roast goose, and we're all like, "This sounds like a party's back a on, senior baby. Mules yeah, party. this this sounds like this sounds like a very Hawaii-based party. Yeah, <laughs> I'm assuming your dad pulled a knife out because someone started talking bad about Avatar. I I mean, I don't want to say anything that can incriminate anybody. But... <laughs> I don't want to incriminate. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. We haven't I'm, got I'm, him in yet. We haven't yeah, woken him up from his New York yeah, coma. Yeah, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say Don's real name. But like when someone, you know, God, Mules. when some when someone attacks <laughs> when someone attacks Avatar, he just pulls out a knife and it's like in those movies where someone like attacks someone and like holds them to the ground with a knife to their throat. It's actually a replica of Shut a really big knife mouth. from Avatar. <laughs> I don't remember if there was knives in Avatar or not. I yeah, there's there's a there's a big knife people in robot suit that like is part of the mech suit, which like when you see the mech holding it or one of the blue people holding it looks like a normal oh, knife, but then there's people. one shot where you see just a normal human holding it and it's like huge. Normal human. Yeah. You know. The, uh, St- okay, Stephen Lang is in Stephen Lang of of Don't Breathe is in Avatar. I, I wouldn't say there's any normal humans in that in that film. What are you talking about? Uh Giovanni Rovellini's in it. Giovanni Giovanni Ravioli. Giovanni Rabisi, you uncultured <laughs> Sorry, <form>. there's too <laughs> many. Uh, from the hit films, The Mod Squad and The Other Sister. Yeah. Uh, and, and Ted. Oh, he was in Ted. Also, Boiler Room. Uh, let's do, uh, let's do Giovanni I'll be honest with you. Half the then, time, uh, you guys could just say movies and I would believe they're real. He, he was, was also on Friends way back was, in the day. He was um, like 17. And he made out with the mom from uh, uh, that 70s show. Oh, the lady from... Um, WandaVision. Yeah. Wait, was she on that? I've never seen it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, she was. That's right. In that first episode. Well, um, Giovanni Ribisi, most formerly known um, as the bassist who breaks his arm at the beginning of. Um, um, no, the drummer who breaks his arm at the beginning of. Coma. That thing you do, which introduces and, Guy Patterson to the band. And he's Mr. Shades. Classic guy Patterson. I'm, I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. Probably before the years end. I, I, it's not a Christmas movie, but I want to pair that thing you do with with uh, with another Christmas. Maybe Silent Night, Dead Night too. That could be that could be fun. Yeah, could Christmas be fun. Christmas season's coming up. Christmas season's coming up, and we still have to do our Hanukkah features. Our Thanksgiving. Are there any features. good Hanukkah horror movies? Schindler's List. I'm not touching that. Hold for edit. That was. <laughs> That was darker than I. And <laughs> you can't say something like that. Expect me not to say it. Ready or dreidel? I, I can. No, I fully can expect that not to be the direction that goes. <laughs> Next, you're going to oh, be like oh, Solo oh, or some shit. Someone, someone oh, calls yeah, Solo. Solo is my favorite romantic comedy of all time. Oh my god, that's the clip. That and sauce. That and um, lemonparty.com. Un- uncut's pretty terrifying. Which one's uncut? Uncut gems. Oh yeah, I'm always fucked up. That's a whole. You said uncut, and my first reaction was, "There's a circumcision circumcision horror movie I haven't seen." Let's put it on the table, boy. Who's circumcising this chat? All of us. 
Potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get I'm, out I'm, of there! I, still, I didn't even introduce us. Don't I'm still rocking the hoodie, so just gonna that. borrow producer trunks and my piece of shit cat who's licking the pasta off my plate. Hey, he's got a kidney disease. Leave him alone. That's why he can't be licking the plate. Well, why don't you clean the I, plate? He's a recovering fatty. He's a recovering. Keep fatty. talking. You Keep talking. Hold him, on a sec. You need okay. to let him eat. No, his... no. This is why we, we you who are listening, all. All 20 audience members, we, we try to stop Joe from getting this cat. We tell him, hey, this is too much responsibility for that cat to nice support things. you. This is too much of a burden on Burley to support Joe. And that's why when I think of cats, I I should have put more work into that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I could have had something really good for when Joe sat back down and put his headphones in. You know, it's not even going to work because the audience isn't going to see Joe has sat down. They yeah. they only know. God damn that's it. why San Andreas has a fault because Joe sat down. I was just in Berkeley last night, and I did trip. There was a little... There was an earthquake recently. Was that you? <laughs> I don't really want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> For but the horror throwdown, uh, Halloween edition again, man. Because fuck it, why not? Halloween should be around all year all year long. I, so nice. Halloween, Halloween officially ends uh, the last Wednesday of November. I also Halloween officially ended on I think October fourteenth when it was released. Well, Halloween officially ends when Evil dies tonight. Yeah, shit. Apparently, Evil didn't die tonight. It took four plus years. I it kind of drives me crazy that they they never said Evil dies tonight and Halloween ends. They like, didn't need to. They they ended like the Evil died. You could have said it. You could have had one person that crowd they, at the end be like, "They did Evil did die tonight." Rob Schneider just comes out. They said they it. said enough. They they said yeah. it enough. And uh, yeah. his exact character from uh from Waterboy. From Waterboy. <laughs> Rob Schneider. <laughs> Evil dies tonight. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah, there it goes. I love Waterboy. I know you love Waterboy. I, you know what? Like, You're a real Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher. We should Especially have after Halloween. watching Trunks is more Steve Buscemi. You be Halloween. You be yeah. You 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 uh, crave I, that like, Cajun I, accent. Hubie has given me more respect for the old, the old Adam Sandler movies. I, plus, I, I don't feel ashamed to like them anymore. Plus, you know, um, you can't, you can't insult the Cajuns. They're Bayou people. Yeah, the swamp. That's folk. true. You can't, you can't. You Are can't you saying you can't them. because like they don't feel shame, or you can't because they'll come for you? Um, both. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Depends both. on what time of the day you say it. Is it pre or post gumbo? Pre Christmas. Post gumbo, but pre coitus. I have, a, I have a Cajun Christmas book that's somewhere, like, somewhere in my house. That's how I describe my life. That's you know what that that's gonna be fun if we ever do like keep talking. To like if, if we ever do a trip to like New Orleans. If we ever do an episode <laughs> where then, we talk about uh, eating alive. <laughs> we just talk about going gumbo and then and then some coitus. <laughs> damn it, Joe! Always trying to seduce us. <laughs> I'm not trying, man. It's just like a natural thing for me. <laughs> It's a gift and a curse, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, speaking of speaking of trying to seduce y'all, speaking of, and then also speaking of planning from earlier, should we just do trick or treat first? Let's do yeah, trick or treat first because we already did it. Yeah, we're gonna say the same things over. Okay, so if you want to hear our thoughts about trick or treat, um, <laughs> go to our page on either Spotify, uh, what else we on SoundCloud, Apple Music, whatever, and just click on the episode that says the name. Right, just go listen to that. Just go listen to that. Or and also, why haven't you fucking watched this movie yet? Joe, Joe will to pay for send it. you a free copy. 
I've said this so many times, and I'll say it to the, I, it, I, it. It's become one of those things. Where, like, if I see it anywhere, like in the wild, like in like any movie bin, like I kind of just want to like buy it. And it was I, and, then, and then just legitimately like, hand, that is me like, with, out. Ghost ship. with Ghost Ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I feel like that should be a pillar of this podcast. There ghost are certain ship. movies that like Ghost Ship. I I yeah. Is that yours? That's, that's gonna be my new thing. I'm gonna start collecting ghost ship DVDs and VHSs. I think we all have a movie we told people like we'll pay for you to go watch. Joe's got trick or treat. I forgot which one I had. Killer clowns from outer space. I think you're next. Uh, Killer clowns too. I think you're next. Mm-hmm. Or uh, yeah, I think uh, you're next. That uh, trunks has ghost ship. Yeah, chopping mall too. I don't know. Some people don't deserve chopping mall. I on the other end, no we we might just give you the password to like our voodoo account uh, or our shutter account and you can just watch some horror movies that way but we'll change it after like a month we you charge get, you. you get a free month yo five bucks can we start charging people for uh, can we start I mean, a pirate streaming service <laughs> through my voodoo account <laughs> that could be fun you have unlimited access for a month and then you don't get it again it goes around it's like a, the share sheets from like elementary school where you write your name down we returned to the computer class. It was like my high school girlfriend. Ooh. You got one month and then no access after. Yep. Yeah, right. person. I don't. I don't even think I had a relationship in high school. Dorothy Mantoof is a saint. Dorothy, <laughs> Dorothy Mantoof is a saint. I swear, Cisco times every one of his jokes to right when I take a sip of my beer. Always. <laughs> also, I, should go noting no ill will from any. Or any any <laughs> if you're any, any 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 previous partners? No, yeah, yeah, all gravy. All yeah. Gravy. So trick or treat. <laughs> yeah, the real horrifying story here. Trick or treat. Let's uh, Mike, let's try Mike, to touch Mike, on some Michael, things. Michael Doherty's seminal 2007 classic. Yeah, 122 minutes. No, that's that's a lie. That's over two hours. No, it's that's an hour 22. An hour so 22. 82 minutes. Yeah. It's an I, hour see, 22 is like seven seconds, I want to say. Yeah. 81% fractions of a second. 70% audience score. 100% on all counts in my heart. Jack-o'-lanterns. Putting on costumes. Handing out treats. This is the one night that the dead roam free. You gotta be f***ing kidding me. It's my first time, so just bear with me. Always check your candy. Poison, drowning, claw, or knife. So many ways to take a life. Man, this is Halloween in a fucking nutshell. Fuck Michael Myers. Fuck everyone that says Halloween is the best Halloween movie. This is the best Halloween movie. Yeah. Just if check out think, my... If you think Casper is better than Trick or Treat, you're a coward. You need to fucking grow <laughs> up. You know that Christina Ricci has better roles. It goes for Bill Pullman, too. Just just check out my litter box review, people, of Trick or Treat. Did you say oh, do you litter have box? That, do, you have, do you have that pulled up? 
Litter box? Yeah, I have it right here. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, yeah, let's read it. Let's read it. I wait, am I is he saying litter box? Letter yeah, box. he's got a litter box account. Yeah, it's it's one I have they didn't get the they let me get the human one. They made me get the cat one. It's where you go drop fucking just shit opinions all day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I that's what we should do. We've already done the we sit yeah, here we, for we twenty minutes and one. preach like the, the glory of, of trick or treat. I let's what are some gripes? Let's put some gripes out there. Of this movie? I'll start. Uh Sam is just seasonal Chucky. Bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This bitch. This fucking bitch. This stupid fucking bitch. Why are you going to come in here and say something that fucking stupid to me? Look yeah, at I me. I got another please. one. Look uh, at me. No. I got another one. Um, they all deserved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They all, they, yeah. Actually, yeah. I know, like, the majority of them don't deserve it. That kid deserved it. The kids for sure deserved it. All the kids deserved it. Even, I, even the kids in the quarry deserve it. Uh, Brian Cox deserves it. it. The couple at the beginning, they don't, don't deserve maybe it. Maybe not. Like, yeah. she, she didn't deserve that. Maybe just like a, a, a slight maiming. Well, she she didn't deserve it, but like, fuck, dude, Sam was all wild up from the yeah, fucking the, fight. Listen, he was he, he was ready to fucking. He go. doesn't make the rules. He just enforces them. That's all he is. He's you think he wants enforcer. to kill people? He's the victim. Everyone's making him be this bad guy. Exactly. Exactly. I think he likes. I, you. You think I've he likes come to, salting people? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> I think he's a sick fuck. What's your next hot take? Uh, the best shot in this movie is uh, Sam just sitting on the log watching all the, the werewolf ladies do their murders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little cutie. <laughs> it was Did the it? cutest shot. Well, this this was supposed to be like my first year seeing it like in a theater because I know this came out and was a special like it wasn't like a um, fathom event, I don't think, but certain theaters had this for a while, and unfortunately, I, ne- I never got around to seeing it. But I know, like, I know it'll be around again, like next year. Like some theaters will have like a night showing or whatnot of it, or at least like a local theater around town. I we should develop the the Rocky Horror Picture Show slash the room like theater experience for Trick or Treat. Like oh, yeah, I want, I want like unison crowd reactions. I want everyone to throw a piece of candy when something happens, and everyone to yell, uh, "Charlie Brown's a asshole!" Asshole. <laughs> like <laughs> no, my my favorite is Brian Cox when he's walking up the stairs in his backyard. And he's like, "Goddamn freaks!" <laughs> <laughs> I I ended up just watching this this year. My because this, like I said in the last podcast, this is the movie I watch. Well, one I love. So if if I'm just like in the mood for it throughout the year, I'll absolutely watch it. Um, but this is one where I'm like, oh no, I I watched this on Halloween night or Halloween day, at least on that day specifically. I that's this is the type of movie that that deserves that status. Like there's certain certain things that deserve to be watched on certain days, and I I fully back that. I don't remember what I watched on Halloween Day this year. It was not. It wasn't this, unfortunately. Uh, oh, my I, Halloween d- Day. I do remember what it was. It was uh, the other movie we're going to talk about. It was. <laughs> it was. Uh, you watch spooky. You watch spooky stories. Scary stories. Yeah. Spooky I, stories. They should make a spooky. St- <laughs> spooky spooky stories, stories to tell in the dusk. <laughs> and they're lightly. We'll, we'll get the, to that one. We'll here slightly we'll, more child friendly. We're gonna we're 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 gonna we're gonna kind of fast forward to the trick or treat one here for this, but because I, I do want to talk a lot about scary stories. Um, 
But uh, in the meantime, I'm going to say my Halloween watch list. Oh, hell yeah. I did the Fear Street trilogy, this and and Get Out. That was all on on Halloween Day? Yeah. For me, let's see. So I did, uh, for Halloween weekend, which is kind of where I put in my my time, I did um, Barbarian, Black Phone. Hey, baby. I went on a real big, like, basement kick. Uh, and then the first three episodes of Cabinet of Curiosities, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities, uh-huh. which huge uh, shout out. Love that series so far. And shout then, out uh, GDT. Always. It's huge. Uh, man's God. And then uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Produced by yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, pretty good. Speaking of that, I watched Crimson Peak for the first time. Must great nice. movie. That's fucking great, man. I watched Ready Player One. Wow, so you're you started the spooky season off to hey, a horrible start. You know who stars in Ready Player One? Chucky. Brian Cox. That's true. I don't know if he Chucky, stars in it. Chucky is he is, makes is a, a crucial, he does make a crucial scene of that. I like there is enough in Ready Player One that I feel like the horror heads should be be able to enjoy themselves. There's a extended shining sequence. Okay, I like I like Ready Player One. Sorry, this is good. I've only it's seen it. The one time in theaters and then clips during Comic-Con and stuff when certain people put it on. This is my go-to movie to watch on Southwest flights because I just fast forward to like that first car chase, like that first race. And then I fast forward to the Shining sequence and then I fast forward to the Chucky sequence at the end. And then I'm like, all right, let me go watch that on Letterboxd. Yeah. (laughs) I'm watching this the way filmmaker Steven Spielberg intended. But, on your phone. But yeah. <laughs> on a flight. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know Southwest doesn't have any way for you to watch videos. No, Southwest actually has a pretty good movie selection for free. I oh, is it like on your phone? Do they finally mm-hmm. get like it's a little all on app? The app? Yeah. So, so before, I years before ago said okay. I would never fly Southwest to go and but now that you're telling me they have a an app with movies, I'm I'm considering it. Did you not want to fly Southwest because you had to download that other app and watch it through that or something like? like no, I hate having to pick. Like I hate the no assigned seat. Oh, I no. hate. There's just no. There's just nothing. No, there's nothing no. good about. It. I've never had a good Southwest flight. Oh man, all of my flights have been great. Southwest, my favorite because it's just a bunch of rats trying to find a seat. <laughs> I. I I miss the days when when there was Virgin Airlines here in the U.S. You just miss the days when you're a virgin. <laughs> wow, <laughs> hard to miss, but it's true. Hard to miss, but it's But uh, trick or treat's finally getting its recognition, man. It's it's like I said, had its first like theatrical release kind of ever. Um, Michael Dougherty is actively in the stages of developing the sequel that's been talked about for years. Um, because I know he doesn't just want to do like a half-assed, you know, pretty much update of this. I know it's going to be okay. I don't want to say it. I know it's going to yeah. be. <laughs> let's let's scale back expectations a little bit. But uh, I'm 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 good. I'm I'm still holding out hope. I I think it's going to be still really fun. His track record so far is like pretty good. He's two for three for me. I I think that's a an even consensus like i think that is acceptable to to agree with um for me you know i love all three of his movies but i understand people's gripes with his godzilla and then i don't think because i don't think the godzilla was his fault 
it, it's the only thing he's done where he, he did, didn't he, have like it wasn't his original concept his original idea and he's working with a big studio and doing you know part of a universe type thing which is like i get it it's like you know you can look at um a lot of like great directors and like their their star wars isn't amazing or their marvel movie isn't amazing but you go watch their their original shit and it's all great like studio systems are yeah (laughs) it's all bezos's fault oh he's like he was like a uh i didn't know that he was like a comic book writer before who was story yeah he wrote x2 oh that's right he well, yeah, he was a screenwriter for sure. Oh, cool, good for him, man. <laughs> I like he wrote X two. I'm surprised he hasn't linked up with Marvel at some point. Wouldn't that be they, fucking it's, wild? Because they saw his King of Monsters. I like fuck it. Give Doherty the the MCU X Men. I would watch that. I would be very happy with that. It would have been sick if he would have gotten the New Mutants. New Mutants. Did you watch that? I like New Mutants, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I like how they really sidestepped the fact that, uh, what's his name's in it? Marilyn Manson's in that movie. They they hid that very well. Yeah, don't, 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 don't talk. We don't talk about that. We don't talk about it. We're still not going to talk about it. <laughs> I can't remember. I can't remember how many years. <laughs> um, that was in it's, development it's hell for at least four, five years. Yeah. Like they filmed that. Pre-COVID. They filmed like that. Filmed and done. Yeah, like they filmed that before half the cast was famous. Uh-huh. I kind of like um, uh, Cabin in the Woods. Like they filmed Cabin in the Woods before uh, Liam Hemsworth or uh, Chris Hemsworth was Crips Hemsworth. Like I'm pretty sure they filmed New Mutants before the guy from Stranger Things was in Stranger Things before. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah, probably probably just filmed The Witch, and they were like, "Hey, I think she had had a couple things." Like I think when they filmed that, like. Arya from Game of Thrones was the the big name. I forgot. I forgot she was in that. That's a good Am movie. Am I though, wrong that Rosie Perez is in that movie as well? You're wrong. You're wrong. Fact check that. It's Rose Byron, isn't it? It's not Rose Byrne. It's uh, you're you're thinking of um, who plays the I, like doctor? Why can't I think of her name? She is in um, what movie are we talking about? New Mutants. Oh, Alice Braga. Oh no, not Alice Braga. Is that Alice Braga? She are was we in all, a, are we all googling it at the same time? All googling, yeah. yeah I like I like her though. It might be Alice. Um, Alice Praga. You're right. Hey. I'm thinking of Rosie Perez because Rosie Perez was in hmm. uh, hmm. Birds of Prey. Hmm. I don't know why I got those two confused. Hmm. Interesting. This podcast really has a has a habit of just people letting them uh, expose themselves. Hmm. Huh. Interesting trunks. Oops. Yeah. Hey, who who was that? Uh, who was that doctor in New Mutants? Was it uh, Selena Gomez? No, it was uh, Rose Byrne. <laughs> and you uh, said Rose Byron. Don't think I'm I did. Sorry, about I get people's names. Don't think wrong. I'm going to forget about that. Don't think I'm going to let. <laughs> Are that we go. sure it wasn't Selma Hayek? <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm done with it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was like what 2020 when like Sam merchandise started coming out of like in like Spirit Halloween stores and stuff like. So gonna be again. It became like it. It started getting much more recognition, which is. I think it's been twenty twenty two since yeah, honestly. it became more yeah. active. Yeah, I'm thinking he's been greenlit, but he's like been more active. Yeah, it's fucking good though, man. Cisco, like you said, this is just this is just a hollow. This is a Halloween movie through and through. This it's is just gonna be a, Halloween. This is just the tits, baby. 
This is just a this is just an R-rated Hoobie Halloween. With tits. Tits. And Marilyn Manson. Which that song has been in several horror movies. I is this the Marilyn Manson version? I watched within the last week of Sweet Dreams. Is that because it didn't sound like him to me. I thought this was some other cover of Sweet Dreams. No, that was him, and he just did it again the day before, in uh, well, not the day before, eight years before, in the 1999 classic House of Haunted Hill. That song's heavily featured in there too. Never heard of that movie. Is that the one with uh? Liam Neeson. The daughter gets taken. That was eventually remade by Mike Flanagan. So if you want to hear um, our full <laughs> legitimate thoughts on this film, uh, I don't... Oh, we paired this with a bad one before, I remember. Yeah, it was a uh, psychic Brendan Fraser. Oh, is that what we did this with? The, yeah, the Air I Breathe? Air... God damn that movie. <laughs> oh, it was uh... the Air I Breathe, yeah. There's a good like 25% of that movie I wouldn't mind watching again. That movie has a fucking stacked cast. For no reason. Like who somebody was doing a lot of blackmail. Like I think there's a drug ring involved there where it's like, hey, we know how much drugs you do. And if you don't want the world to know, you're gonna be in this movie. Yeah, that was the first Brendan Fraser we watched where he died. It's true. He dies yeah. in uh a lot George of the Jungle that we've, that we've learned. They just revive him between. Two. Oh yeah, they don't show it because it's a. It's we can't have our hero die. They just get boo boos. <laughs> they just get boo boos. They just got really big boo boo boo. Pick the biscuit. <laughs> but sorry for derailing. If you came here for the trick or treat talk, if you came here at all, we know you like. I, we I don't just know. know we like I, it. Just, we love just, it. We love it, man. It's a great also, movie. Watch also, it. Um, Joe will send you ten dollars and then ask for twenty back. It's a solid system. <sighs> Yeah, well, that, that does definitely sound like something I would do. Joe gives you $40. No. Joe gives you $20. No. Hang on. How about this? How about this? I got it. I got it. I will gladly pay you all Tuesday for a hamburger today. <laughs> yeah. I saw some video recently where it's like <laughs> somebody gives you $20, then you give them $30. Dollars it was like back and 20, forth. Yeah. And it's like in the end, you're both supposed to get 20 but if you actually like like at first that makes perfect sense, but then you look at it again. It's like, no, I just gave you fifty dollars. Yeah. yeah, the first person doing it always gets screwed over. Yeah. Oh, that's me. You do the screwing, bro. I love to screw. I'll throw twenty. I'll throw twenty bucks. Okay. Uh, let's let's do a quick lightning you round. Each person give us. You hear that, folks? I'll give you twenty dollars any day of the week. I'll cut them out. Quick, quick lightning round, Joe. What what is your favorite costume in this movie? Oh, Sam fully revealed. Ah, full with, with the head. face. Okay, Cisco, what is your uh, favorite kill in this movie? Oh, um, my boy Pukey. Mm, that's Ooh, a good one. Old chocolate, chocolate puke vomit. Yeah. Okay, Joe, who uh, who deserved to die the most? Uh, the teacher. The teacher? The, the principal. The principal, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah serial killer. Uh, Cisco, what's the biggest surprise? Hmm. I mean... The werewolf was the biggest surprise. I mean, obviously we've seen them. The werewolf times, is the biggest reveal. For the first time, I, I was say, like, "Yeah," because you think you think you know attractive ladies they'd be witches or sirens or vampires or banshees. Or I don't know what a banshee is, but it sounds like something women would be. You want to know what a banshee is? <laughs> I think but the two I have some names for you. Yeah, yeah I know. I know you the, like the, the banshees. Two, like potentials for biggest reveal are either that they're werewolves or that the uh, the sun 
when he's talking about the jack-o'-lantern he's talking about carving up the dead kid's head oh yeah, kids yeah are that real, kid's a freak kids are real john wayne gacy <laughs> mm-hmm. i mean he called charlie brown an asshole <laughs> that's just more Which, observant yeah that's totally true that's what you get for doing drugs joe i didn't i didn't do anything he's <laughs> hit the pen people i didn't do anything so fuck up i didn't do shit drinking four percent <laughs> alcohol getting buzzed off. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I didn't so fuck up. Everything's fine. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> okay. Uh what is one thing you would like to see in the sequel? Sam. I okay, so let me rephrase that. Uh in this movie we had uh serial killers, zombies, ghosts, oh, vampires, okay. uh spirit of Halloween doing murders and a home invasion situation. What what's a horror trope they haven't touched on you would like to see? Wendigos. I think witches, yeah, witches, Wendigos, yeah. Okay. Yeah, get, yeah, get more cultural. Yeah, witches could I, be good. Oh, if they do like a, even if they do like, like a, Wendigos, like a, yeah. Oh, they haven't done any clowns or like a, like yeah, a clowns overdone, like clowns. a on a situation or something. That'd be, that'd I, be, I would love to see a mummy. I'd love to see kind of a swamp thing. Oh, like a classic monster kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. some lean into the the non standard universal classics yeah i'd actually even in this case i'd love to see a frankenstein i feel like mike doherty's got a great frankenstein can do like a sleeve. really cool yeah like frankenweiner reanimated creature kind of ma- mad scientist delio because what i really like about this movie is like yeah you truly it's 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 like it's like a perfect time capsule like you can really watch this at any point and be like yeah, this this can exist today. I mean, minus like the VHS player at the beginning. Um, I think that's like the only thing that like dates it. I've seen some homeless people with VHS players. I, the VHS player, the the way she's like, go put on the tape, and then he puts in a tape that says nature document, like that whole yeah. like situation. It was like, like what is your sex life? This is not. <laughs> this is not. It's not healthy. Yeah. No. Not trying to yuck on anyone's yum, but like if it happens, I, I'm not trying to yuck on it exactly. We never, we never yuck on yums, but we yum on yucks. Yep. But if you're like mm-hmm. a sophisticated yeah, married couple, like you don't have to hide your porn. It's okay to accept the fact that like, you have a porn in your house. Yeah, I don't think they had a kid. They probably would have said something about a kid. They didn't have a kid. Ooh. It really felt Ooh. like it was very like I don't well, want Gumberto? my parents to see. And it's like you're a grown ass person. Like your parents are okay to accidentally see a videotape that says. I feel like. like rowdy cowgirl because it was not an yeah. overly exciting porn they showed a clip of no um i think that could be a good little story too like if they did have a kid like they could very easily be like the baby was asleep or whatever and like my mom was killed mm. so that kind of like revenge trope of against sam so like sam against this kid like fighting can be kind of cool want to see sam at benny hana's Ooh, okay. In, in like in like the main grill part, or in yeah. the um in like the he's, the the bar area. Uh, like is he getting the full hibachi experience? He's a hibachi chef. I if you aren't getting oh, the full fuck. hibachi, and he, and he accidentally cuts off his hand, and then just like the pumpkin seeds go all over the table. Yeah, and, like, he's just making cuts. a pumpkin fried rice. His his boss comes like, God damn it, Sam, not again. Uh, and Sam I, takes a little bite of a candy bar and just is cute. I've I've appreciated this that's movie your, so much. That's your third strike, Sam throughout the past but i i think this time i really really loved the um, practical effects and like the shit they made like the whole ass werewolf they had right next to anna paquin while she was eating i it was funny that like some of them fully transform into werewolves and then some of them like we spent the budget 
you get to do yep. some face stuff. Yep. <laughs> and then there's uh, not that many like graphics in here that aren't like not nothing really looks dated or gross because it is like the use of like mostly practical. I'd say. Yeah, I I think the only major digital shot is is when That's Anne Paquin. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was gonna say there's there's one shot where her face kind of does a like a muzzles coming out of her. Oh yeah, her yeah. face, but then it goes back, which I assume is digital. That that could be practical. They did that in a werewolf in, in London. Um, we should probably move on to. I will never move on from the scary stories. I will. We will revisit that. I think this is something we are going to touch on every Halloween season. Oh yeah, you can you can expect a trick or treat episode. Uh, we can't not talk about. The the greatest cameo this movie has, though, uh, and that is a clip from Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. They do have that. Oh, do they? Yeah, when Brian Cox is flipping through the channels, they show that. Oh, do you know what I loved? I love that sequence too because I love finding like new little details and stuff. Like every channel he was flipping through was like kind of like a story of what they had already told, or it was talking about like. The zombie island was probably the lagoon creatures, you know what I mean? And shit like that. Like it was just it was I just know cool. it's totally the the werewolf women because it's yeah. the one shot where a woman turns into like a werewolf in Zombie Island for some reason. I'm gonna watch that tonight. I still haven't seen Zombie it's, Island. It's a good movie. I like it was really exciting to see a Scooby Doo movie where they, they leaned into the horror aspect. It's no Scoob, but I mean I'm sure I I'll mean, enjoy it. I'm still hoping we get the Scoop cinematic universe. There was there was bricks laid. There was a path set. I need a Captain Caveman solo movie. I need some Johnny Quest. I need I need Josie and the Pussycats in space, Jabberjaw, Motormouth. Me and my friends get no respect. No. What does Scooby do get all the credit? Scoob, baby, Scoob. Scoob was that like 2020 our friend group went through some like some dark times <laughs> and i want to say scoob was was the first of those oh scoob was one of the one of the darkest <laughs> timelines of it our... was i we were so i i don't know there's something about our our specific friends where nobody is interested in in like going back and watching old movies uh like I could have gave everyone a great list of like, hey, you want to watch some crazy shit from the sixties? And they're like, no, I want to watch Scoob. <laughs> yeah, looking back on that now, I will gladly take that list, but I will be watching Scoob again before I watch any of the movies you recommend. <laughs> oh, the, let me tell you, I got a couple uh, bangers from from Japan from the sixties, which are some good ones. Whew, there's one where a, a major plot point is a character is uh, sexually aroused by the smell of rice cooking. That's a good movie. I'm in. I mean, that sounds like me. Speaking of sexually <laughs> aroused, scary stories to tell in the dark. Ooh. 2019 horror film directed by Andre Overdahl. Screenplay, screenplay by the Heg, Hegman brothers. Story by GDT. Patrick Melton, Marcus Dunstan. Already based off the book Joe mentioned earlier and took half my, my uh, script that I prepared. Just say the fucking script. Distributed by Lionsgate. Runtime 108. Uh, It's pushing it. It's pushing it. Uh, Budget. You you don't feel the time. 
You don't feel the time. Uh, it goes pretty quickly. Maybe a little bit. Like you're, I was. We'll get there. Okay. Budget twenty five, twenty eight million dollars made one hundred four point five million. So money maker, but scary stories. Small town meets Jabberjaw. Jabberjaw and crew get hold of spooky death note. Girl sends her friends to death and war. And that is scary stories. That's it. Do you like my spooky sounds in the background? I didn't hear you saying anything. I was just going. This town has told stories about me. Horrible stories. But they don't realize. I have scary stories of my own. Tell me a story. Sarah Bellows' book. When the stories write themselves and it all comes alive. You don't read the book. The book reads you. I'm afraid I'm gonna die, Dad. We're next. We're next. Calling the, the random Mexican kid Jabberjaw? No. Stella's Jabberjaw. Oh. Okay. He he's the he's the girl Jabberjaw always tries to, to make out with. I that's are, are y'all talking about Death Note? No, we're talking about Jabberjaw. I like that you called it Death Note. Like Spooky Death I didn't Note. think about it. yeah, but there's some heavy Death Note lean, <laughs> leaning in here. And she pretty much yeah, kills all her friends and she's like, right, you're going to war too. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my hometown. I so there was a part of me that almost didn't rewatch either movie today. Cause I was like, I've seen them recently. They're great movies. I know everything about them rewatching this. Like within the first five minutes, I was like, Oh, I don't remember anything from this. So rewatching <laughs> it like the other day when I did, it was like watching this movie for the first time. And it was extremely it was, rewarding. I'd say it's such oh, yeah, it, for sure. I forgot how good it was. And it's fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, for, for a PG thirteen horror movie on a, about a killed about a children's book, I yeah, like in my mind I was kind of like, oh, it's it's kind of a kids movie. It, it it's reminiscent of like the Ghostbusters movie or, or not Ghostbusters, a uh, Goosebumps movie. But like rewatching this, I was like, no, this is fucking terrifying. Like I had to, I I did the full scary hand, like <laughs> watching between my fingers for several scenes. Yeah. What part? The toe? The toe lady? Toe lady for sure was. Uh, toe lady was very yeah, that's... What is the book's next? August got very scared. But he thought he doesn't know where I am. He'll never find me. How does the book know that? And then he heard the voice again. Oh. 
that's like that slow burn like (laughs) just you know something gross and scary is coming I the the jangly man didn't do it for me the first time I watched it, but this time I was like, this freak is fucking gross. Yeah. Um and then the the concept of the the pale woman this time, like that really got to me. Just every oh, direction yeah. you turn, she's coming from that direction and is is closer. Like well, that I, was I, I, I agreed with that too, Trunk. I was like, oh, like I, I felt very claustrophobic when I watched that scene. Yeah. He gets absorbed. I was also kind of thinking, like, I, I don't I feel like you could have stepped around her. Like yeah, she was very just, linear in her movements. He could have also stayed with his friends. <laughs> he could have also stayed with his friends. That is one thing about this. There's never a point when like they're all together. I, I guess when Jangly Man first shows up. That one for sure, yeah. And it's so weird he survives. Mm-hmm. Toe Lady, I can kind of get to because they were trying to help him over the phone, but his for sure was the most avoidable. I don't know about Tommy. I feel like with his too. You mess with Harold too much. He's going to get you. Don't even, me, don't even get me started on the Harold segment. Do not get me started. I, I, in like for a PG 13 movie, there's some pretty fucking graphic shit in this. Like the, especially the Harold. Like when the grass is like popping out of him, like that that physically hurt me to watch. <laughs> I always I always like forget because I think it's like my third or fourth time watching this movie. And I guess it's just so forgettable that I don't remember it. Um but I'm always like, no, my memory, like Harold never like moves. Like Harold just like is still like maintains a scarecrow, which makes it like that much scarier. But then every time I rewatch it, I'm like, oh no, this motherfucker moves. I remember and he stabs someone with the fucking pitchfork. Yeah. And like grass comes out of him. I remember there hey. being a shot stop, of sorry. like hey. you see um Harold after he's done it and he has the jacket and everything on. Oh, that's I remember Tommy. them yeah, when it's Tommy, but I remember there being a second scarecrow that is much clear, like more clearly looks like Tommy, Uh-oh. not just Harold with the jacket on. <laughs> he just took a jacket. Harold was cold. Harold's cold. I do remember in the actual <clears throat> like short story, like that's the way still my ends, favorite short story. Which is yeah, I think it ends with Harold on the roof, like with his uh with the guy's body, right? Like he skinned him alive and like was wearing it. And he was on the roof. Yeah. Like flaunting that he skinned the man. It was just it was just his skin that was on the roof of that man. Yeah, but like Harold was wearing it. Like uh, yeah. some sort of sense of the lambs. Yeah. I one of the things that I think is hilarious in this is like from the very first time you see Harold, his face is too clearly made out of human flesh. It's like (laughs) Harold is terrifying beyond reason before it gets to him murdering somebody because he's clearly like a dead body hiding in plain sight. Like that kid's parents killed somebody and turned it into a scarecrow. Yeah, killed a dead. Yeah, no wonder he was such an asshole. Well, he was an asshole, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, I, yeah, and I it's, mean, yeah, he wrote some offensive slurs on the guy's car. So, well, well, I mean, well, I don't know. He just kind of like he just. I mean, to be fair, that kid was running a lot. I don't want to get into. He it. He was very sweaty. His back was kind of wet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe the spot on the car where they spray painted it, where it was, was like wet, like damp. You know, because it looked like it was a little chilly that night. Like maybe, yeah. some, maybe some condensation and the, the then front just, of the car then, was wet then, so they wrote and wet and, and, and they didn't the, know what to write on the, the back on, so on the trunk he just wrote back because that's the back of the car man yeah 
I, the bigger crime is he smashed the windows. Honestly, the the amount that we go to to protect asshole white men on this podcast is, is astonishing. Will never okay. stop. <laughs> it will never stop. But yeah, no, dude. Like I, they they can do so much with the series. Like I know they greenlit a sequel. Yeah, I think three people have been confirmed coming back: the Mangro, Stella, Ramon, and then Ruthie. Ruthie's coming back, yeah, and yeah, Ruthie survived. I because I forgot they and then they ended on Norris. such a like positive note. They we're ended on, on well, an adventure, a, semi, semi, yeah. Positive. They ended on a like we're going to find like they ended on like here comes the sequel. You like mean I kind of Jabberjaw adventure. They do oh, they they definitely establish it. Like yeah, we're gonna go we're gonna go find like our missing friends. We're gonna see what's going on with this book. Um, and then just as far as like stories go, because my biggest issue with this. I was very excited for it to come out because these books were a staple for me growing up. Oh, yeah. This, this, this was like now. one of my first entries in a horror. And that's why like the the documentary on the books, we talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know they that there was like people who were actively trying to ban this book oh, from yeah. like schools and whatnot, which like I, looking back yeah. on it now, like, okay, I guess does kind of sure. like, like, I guess makes sense in a way. Because like some of these fucking stories, like mm-hmm. before we talked about the original Whoa. Herald ending, very dark. It's illustration too by uh, Steve uh, or Stephen Gamble. Because yeah, they, they, the horrific. I never read the books as a kid, mostly because I couldn't read at did that you guys time. Ever but see the, the reissues? I, I saw like pictures the, of the reissues. The new reissues are not good. Terrible. They, I, they took the concept and made they it, get they get the point across for like people who probably have never heard of the original and probably oh it's kind of like spooky, but like. If those people who like kind of think this looks a little bit scary now, and if they would have saw the original drawings, I those like are scarred into my mind, like from a very young age. Mm -hmm. And so I'm really glad with the stories they ended up going to tell in this one, and just knowing that there's three books worth, three book worth, three books worth. Move on, we got it. (laughs) No, I got it. Hold on, give me a second. second. It's three books worth of stories. Uh, that they can do little segments on because okay, what they do here? We got Harold. They also alluded to other stories during it, uh huh. Because they like they talked about like the rat, the the dog that or the rat that turned the dog that turned out to be a rat, uh huh. Because that was like one of her short stories. They did Harold. They briefly went over the Wendigo like paper. Or, you like, see story. it, yeah. There. You see it on there. You see. I put you, they they do the jing. Well, they did Jangly Man and and Meetai Dodie Walker. Those are two separate stories that they combined in oh, that oh. they combined in one. Oh, that's kind of cool. Um, um I feel like the ones they've shown though, like yeah. because they're kind of going and they're exploring the book, like they could do a full segment on the Wendigo. They somehow reactivate that story or something. We can that's see that. how they're gonna do a segment. Like how they because Bellis is. I guess kind of put the rest since she told the town everybody about. <laughs> I they run into a different like they they find there's a whole Zone logic to match. I mean, they get to go. They could go more of this. I can go. Yeah, I the one I would like to see is uh, the one of the pictures kind of burned into my mind. Is there's kind of a a clown head. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a big head and like a little smile. Yeah, body or something like that. I, or some, that some, would be because I mean that's just fucking terrifying. Like the the art in these books was so scary. I think one I would want to see is the woman who had um, her hair kept on by a ribbon. Mm, the the headless woman who got married. Yeah, and oh, she yeah, takes yeah, the yeah. ribbon off and her head falls off. Yeah, that'd be a good one. 
that'd be, that'd be I, that could be an interesting one because I feel like that could be a thing where the character puts on a ribbon. Trying to kill with, Ruthie? And then they're just yeah, in something and then they take off the ribbon and the head's the head is falling off. It, yeah, instead of being someone they're exposed to, like that's happening to them without their knowledge or Ooh. or it, uh, that could be like the main character reads that story, knows that has the ribbon on the whole movie and like for the final act has to take the ribbon off to save somebody and like sacrifices herself. Listen here, Hollywood. We got, we got the ideas. All right. Mm-hmm. I We've watched enough blockbuster movies to have some basic ideas. Yeah, basic put, a montage, ideas. put a montage in there. Basic ideas. I do. Yeah. I, I do have, my friend has it and she's had it since um, this movie originally came out in 2019, but at a used bookstore here, I found a hardcover copy of scary stories, like the trilogy, like the OG trilogy with the OG drawings in it and whatnot. So I want to get it back and I want to read through them uh, because fuck, I'm certain they're still going to scare me like to this day. I remember there's one or two in the book. I, it might just be one, but there was one that um, like the, the way these were written, they were legitimately meant to be like read out loud to other people. Cause there was, surgeon there was one in there that like has like cues where it's like, okay, like in parentheses, it's like right now <laughs> yell really loud at the person next to you. <laughs> Cause I remember sitting in the library and somebody did that to me and like freaked me the fuck out. I was like, why'd you do that? It's like, it's here in the book. <laughs> I'm just following the rules. And uh, that person is now your wife. No, 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 no. Didn't know her back then. That was too long ago. So I've been like first grade. Just yell met before then though. Just throw your bloody nose rag on the floor for your cat to eat. Y'all know I got bloody nose. I saw it. It's because we're talking about this movie. Is there a bloody nose in this it's movie? It's the curse, probably. The curse of the curse of the bloody nose. The curse of the bloody nose and not having tampons. <laughs> it's a good way. To, it's a good way to clean a bloody nose. It is. Nose pond. Nose. Yeah. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. What was your favorite kill? This movie trunks. Speed round. Um. I I'm gonna go with the pale woman because that that shot of her just kind of like absorbing him into her is just like existentially terrifying to me. Yeah, and just like disappearing like that, just from like a woman, just like I, it's something you. where it's like they're showing it the whole time, and it's like there's actually nothing here that is like violent or gory. So like, of course they can show it, but you're watching it and it just feels like. This should like, not be something his face. I can like see. he was pretty calm. Like he was kind of yeah. serene at that moment. Uh-huh. Like he like was like, oh, it's not so bad, I guess. And then whoop. into the tum you go <laughs> into my belly. <laughs> yeah, that's if you want to. <laughs> we should do this. We should just what what segments of this movie and the the audio bits that remind us of it. <laughs> there will be yeah, get in my belly, and this one um uh, for for the missing toe. It's going to be that shot of Pineapple Express when he shoots that guy's foot off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when he shoots, yeah, Craig Robinson's foot. (laughs) Doesn't he shoot his dick off? No, no. That's something else. Yeah, that's something else. That's a 21 dumb sheet. Yeah. (laughs) Could be that moment. That's Rob Wiggle. (laughs) There is is a good toe toe shooting in that Cabinet of Curiosity show. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Spoiler. Spoiler. Well, that's de- I'm gonna tell you this right now. That's definitely not a spoiler for that episode. 
No, that's they're, probably, that's probably they're the most bigger calm, things to spoil. That's probably, that's that probably the most calm thing I could say about that episode. That and that there's what I love about that episode is Clancy Brown's in it and he plays a corpse. And I was like, well, he has to come back in some way and do something. Nope, he is just a corpse. Oh, that is him, huh? Yeah, that's or oh, it is shit. a very good dummy that looks exactly like Clancy Brown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Good to know. Um. Yeah. Let's go. What is your favorite creature? It, or I don't know if creature is the right way to describe the things in this, but what is your favorite of the story monster things that come to life? Uh, Toe Woman was my favorite one. And I'm a big fan of it too because the guy who plays uh, the Toe Woman is his name's Javier uh, Bote. Oh, He's a Spanish mama. actor. Does yeah. a lot, has done a lot of he's work. A, yeah, he has and, uh, and Crimson Peak. Crimson yeah. Peak. He's in Spanish Doug Jones, as I call him. Yeah, he's in Wreck, which I you know you know I love Wreck. Uh-huh, he was in Wreck. he was in it. He was even in the 2017 Mummy. Yeah, yeah, he's a big he's a big character a big actor. So I like he, that. He's like, and by that I mean actual character, like creature actor, I should say creature. Yeah, actor. he's a big makeup, large creature, skinny body, like he's. Marfan syndrome, baby. I like he's new Doug Jones. He's he's Doug Jones. He's young Doug Jones. I'm a big Doug Jones fan, as Joe knows. Yeah, Joe Doug Jones. Jones. Doug Jones, the wild man. Say like Jug Jones. Jug Jones. Jug Jones. Who? Jug Jones. Who? Jug Jones. That was a Mike Jones joke. I would say I do have one gripe with this movie that I didn't really miss the first time because well, nah, nah, that's fine. I just hate, and I think it's the same issue I had with the prequel thing because. They have really good like makeup effects and stuff like that, and then they just ruin it with the CGI like touch up. Yeah, I uh, Jingly Man like they looks the, very cartoony. They actually hire the oh. uh, uh, contortionist to actually be jing- mm-hmm. Jingly Man, and then they just touch them up. Like I've seen the a little too much. Yeah, I've seen like the uh, specials, and yeah, he like he's like crawling around like that, and they put the mask backwards so it looks like he's walking normally or up like that, but. When you see him in like in person, it's like it. That's fucking I'm, terrifying. I'm gonna say is that Jangly Man walked so Gabriel could run. That's true. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Trunks, Trunksy Poo, producer, 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 Trunks, as our fans actually know you as. Do you want to open up this can of worms right now? Yeah, Trunks, step up. I back from that ledge. Or do you want to out? Do you want to we'll, we'll save that. We can save that for out? Christmas. Okay, thank but you. We'll throw thank that you. on a Christmas episode just for you. <laughs> step back from the ledge, thank you, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, step step back from the malignant <laughs> ledge. <laughs> oh, I was about to go off. Oh, I was about to, was about to just fall head first. Um, That's how you were born. This I, was actually, gotta, I actually came out feet first. And they Gross. pulled one of my toes. That's why one of my toes is shockingly long. And why it ended up in stew. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Cisco, you got a lightning round question for Joe? I have a question if, if he doesn't have one. How good of a dad was Stella's dad? Uh, dude, okay. You want to talk about dad stuff? Let's talk about dad stuff, all right? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk dad. about the fact the, that uh... I can see the monsters in your background right now. Oh, the monsters on Netflix directed by Rob Zombie. Actually very fun. I need to watch it still. I okay, really enjoy it. Dad and, stuff. and honestly, Trunks, if you don't like it, that might be the end of my rope. Uh, dad stuff. He wasn't a bad father per se. He just didn't know how to talk about his feelings. You know what I mean? He would just avoid being like avoid being upset by just going into work. And and then what I, Stella was, needed, I've been there, what Stella baby. needed, I'm still was a there. Father. He was so broken that he couldn't handle himself enough to be able to handle 
like responsibility for someone else. Right. And it wasn't like his fault. He wasn't a bad person. He Which just, is exactly like, what I told my work recently. It was like, how do you expect me to pay the bills at work if I don't even want to get out of bed myself? You pay, the pay bills my at own work? bills. They make you pay the bills at work. That's what I said. I'm like, yeah, I do the invoices and stuff. And I'm like, I don't even pay my fucking own bills, man. What <laughs> makes you think I'm going to do these? <laughs> Come on, get real. So I think that was the most unrealistic part about Scary Stories Tell the Dark for me. Okay, you said you had another uh, another lightning round. I'm enjoying lightning round. Oh yeah, I had a I had a my my question is um Cisco, how dare you? Do what? <laughs> how did we not talk about this movie sooner? I'm happy we we rewatched we it. Did. We have talked about it. We we haven't featured it as one We've of the main it. episodes. Yeah, I'm a bit. Cisco's I'm brought big it up fan. a couple times. You're a fan. I'm a you big like fan. It. You like right it. Here. You like it. Yeah, I like it. <sighs> you also, like it. I was gonna uh, I will say like I did like that. Stella was kind of smart. Like she, as soon as she realized what the book was kind of doing, she went to go take it back. But Sarah was kind oh of yeah, the, the people was kind in this movie. She's like, no, these people aren't. They're not really dumb. I would say eh, maybe maybe Chuck, maybe uh Chuck, the one that runs off from them. Yeah, runs off. Yeah, Augie. I mean, he was just skeptical, and by the time he realized it was already too late, Tommy was just drunk. I mean, I yeah, that's what I like about this is haven't been drunk in a cornfield while our mom yells at at us to take eggs to our neighbor. Typical I mean, Thursday night. I mean, Cisco, you and I are, are you know, we come from Mexican household. I mean, yeah, yeah we've I, done that. I have so many yeah. neighbors' eggs, but I've been just passed out drunk on the lawn. <laughs> hey, man. You didn't, even, you didn't even get to go to war. Because Mike, uh, Mike Hard Lemonade. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, <laughs> he is so into yeah. going to Vietnam. That is terrible. That is but, the scariest thing. Well, that's what movie. Augie said when they when they mentioned that he was like, he's like, well, he was so eager to go shoot commies. Maybe he left early. I was like, I don't know if that's how that works. <laughs> they didn't um, just let people go whenever they wanted. I from <laughs> Vietnam they did. Yeah, they're like, hey, you want to go? You're twelve. You're eighteen now. Here's your pass. It's gonna be like that scene in Benchwarmers where they hand him a note that says, "I'm twenty-one." We had the birth certificate and just a photo. I wanted you guys to have a little edge today, so I brought my friend Carlos. He is from the Dominican Republic, and he is one incredible ball player. Carlos, that's great. Uh, how old are you? I'm twelve. We're like 1,200. Check my birth certificate. He's legit. <laughs> You're kidding. This is green crayon. Papi! Papi! Silencio, mijo. It's your kid? Who the hell is this guy? Sorry. Is he on your roster? Uh, yeah, of course he is. Uh, he wasn't feeling well earlier, so I couldn't play him. Me, Tommy, and Seiko. This guy's 50. He's got a mustache. Not according to birth certificate. He's got documentation. Play ball! Yeah, I just got like a $5 bill and the army vet, army recruits like, looks good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's, that's, that's an interesting choice that this movie makes, that they that they put it around the time of um, the oh, Vietnam War. There it know, is, right uh, in your background. Oh yeah, there it is. He, he gets Ooh. eaten by a lady. Not eaten. as sexy as you think. Yeah. Not as, not as sexy as you think. Sorry, it's very distracting to be able to watch Joe's Netflix scroll and just be like, I like that movie. I like oh, I watched movie. I watched um I watched this movie originally because I thought it was called Sex Stories to Tell in the Dark. Mm, no, that's the Woody Allen movie he did in the seventies. Oh. Oh, about his granddaughter. Is that the one he's with? Uh, 
Uh, Woody Allen's a creep. We don't like him on here. I we don't need to get into the Woody Allen conversation for sure. We're not we're not touching that. We're not touching um, that. God, I feel bad just for picking the joke now. Um, no, because I know there's some like of like the classics. I guess I still need to see like Annie Hall, whatever you know. Um, but I'll tell you this: I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah, not going to be thrilled. Uh, get us a little bit back on track. I we I don't know if we can quite do a, a survival. Oh, situation. Sam lives. Sam lives. Uh, but do the kids survive, Sam? I think the kids in. I don't think Augie survives, Sam. I I feel like the kids who die in scary stories to tell in the dark would also die in. Like I, th- I think it is a, a even distribution. The people who survive and die in scary stories to tell in the dark would be the same in Trick or Treat. I agree. Yeah, because they were pranksters. Like my boy Chuck was full on scooping his shit out of his toilet in the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's eating the candy bar at the serial killer's house. Augie's, Chuck cracking up. He had some Augie's funny. getting sammed in his front yard for taking down, uh, you know, stuff too early. Did you hear that line like when they were in the library and he thought he was gonna die and he's like, I haven't had sex yet. Yeah. <laughs> that was a class classic teenager. <laughs> and then um Tommy is the the kids in the quarry. Or maybe the the guy getting eaten by a werewolf. Like I I think there's surprisingly clean connection between both of these movies. They're they're very different, but also kind of the same. Yeah. Just like yeah, it, it's like and Schindler's List. Yep these these two movies are just too like they're the pod. What's the best way to say this? Like I don't want to say like narrative anthologies, but I guess that's like the closest way I can say it. To where like you know most anthology films are just like they can just be random things here and there, yeah. like no connection. These ones at least tell the story and everything interweaves and. It was fun because I was watching Trick or Treat with someone who had never seen it before, and when everything was like clicking together, that that was really fun to see. And I Trick or Treat is like it, it. It's an anthology movie the way like um like Pulp Fiction would be. Yeah, I like it. It's vaguely intertwining stories told out of order. Yeah, uh, like which is interesting because like yeah, I, I think scary stories to tell not to dark. You can really see that as an anthology movie because it is kind of like here's a story here's a story here's a story but the the overarching story continues it's more in line with um uh like fear street or something where there's kind of like here's all these stories of different killers that are all kind of linked together i yeah it's not like a what's even like a traditional anthology like vhs creep show like anthology of interest because um, creep show does not have an inner wife like they're not interwoven it's like one I, there's like, like a all those kind of have the overarching story like vhs has the in between there's something through, like yeah. putting in vhs tapes and yeah. creep show has the 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 crypt master whatever tales right. from the crypt has that this right. one every story has a reason because it all yeah it all intertwines i it's like the the action set pieces all feel like their own short horror movie yeah exactly and we didn't even talk about the best one of the best sequence was the uh the spider bite oh yeah oh yeah 
which which the the book and the vivid imagery of the woman in the bath trying to relax and a bunch of spiders crawling over you like that's an image and thought that i like that's gonna freak me out the rest of my life i every the time one I thing i will bath, say which is every night <laughs> the one thing i will say is it's a little ridiculous that like the majority of these there's no way out like you are getting got there's no way but the spider one's like yeah just throw a bucket of water on her she's fine i mean she was in the loony bin apparently for a bit for oh, a yeah, bit. they did say that they yeah. sorted it out listen listen it that's all blown over blown out of proportion i was in i was in the loony bin with some people who were talking about seeing spiders all the goddamn time i was covered in spiders once was that you, Spider? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if you caught it too when when they first talked about the red bump and they said Spider again. Chuck was like, "I I was Spider Man." He was saying he was saying some quick lines. A little he had some good lines. Yeah, I I can see Chuck why, was I like can see why Kevin Chuck Smith is a, a force of violence throughout this movie. The way he flings like a a flaming bag of shit into somebody's car like that was a that was a felony. Oh, that like was that, a, that, that was, was an ass, that was an assault for sure. <laughs> like he kind of deserves to like get murdered by a bully for that, that one. Was like there's that was there's that getting was, back at your bully, and then there's like signing your death warrant. Like there are two things there. There is uh there there was an there was intent there, you know. Yeah, intent to harm. That was a moment of of commitment to the bit that that is not meant for this world. <laughs> not meant, not meant at all. Um. Well, this was fun. This ends our Halloween, our Halloween season. Um, it does, but you know what? No, it doesn't. It's always Halloween in my heart, folks. Uh, this this was fun. Do we know what we're doing next week yet? People like the little. TV. I I think I we're gonna that. hit a Brendan. We've we've yeah, might as well been talking. I think we got about three Brendans left. We might be able to finish them off this year before Christmas. Yeah, I haven't yeah, seen Christmas miracle. I haven't seen like what's been updated. Like I haven't checked my app that says like all the new movies that are on like HBO Max, like all the streamers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'll go through there and try yeah. to experience them. Um, uh yeah, there's no well fuck, when does the whale come out? Next I'll look year, that up. I'll look that up. Oh that might be this year actually. It might be it might be like a Christmas and like a wide release. I feel like that's gonna be like a two theaters on October thirty first or uh December thirty first just to be eligible for Oscars, but like LA and New York for sure. Yeah. But uh for sure Brendan yeah, we'll, is a, we'll a be back next week with Inkheart. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Inkheart and uh something from the year Inkheart came out. Uh Lake Mungo, perhaps. I, I think don't, that's what we were talking about. I think that's what we talked about. Probably not Lake Mungo though. Probably not. What what else we were talking about? Lake Lake Mungo is a great film, by the way. We, we, make, we make the rules here, people. I think maybe one of the original ones with Inkart was maybe The Strangers, which I've been kind of itching to rewatch. Because mm. I, I think, love The Strangers too. I think a good horror movie that would fit thematically might not be the same year, but uh, The Page Master. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. Ooh. <laughs> that actually is like they classify that as horror. There's the whole segment. There's a character named Horror. I guess that's true. You got me there. Yeah, okay. How you feel now, you fucking dumb bitch. Anyways, everyone wishes Cisco good luck on his game tonight. By the time we listen to this, uh, who knows if they won or not? Well, You'll never know. Yeah, just knows. wish him luck. Wish him luck. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll we'll be back in some capacity. Eventually, might take in, us another couple months, but we'll get some, there. And in, in some capacitation, we've been doing all right. 
We've been, been doing good. We'll, glad talk. We're, we'll, glad we'll, we're talk with, we'll talk with the holiday season coming up and stuff because mm-hmm. I know some people have been bugging us to come back. Actually, not. We need to. I'm, I'm going to reach out to Devin soon. Yeah, Devin, Devin, you're hearing this first. I'm not going to text you. He, he won't text like us. Mongo, so we do definitely have to switch it up. I don't care what he does. If he's, we'll get him on a Christmas. Just, it's just a fucking honor for him to be here. It's not for I, uh, It's not for any of you to be on our on this. Sure. Any of you former guests. Well, for we we the horror have, throwdown podcast, this we is talk to any of Trunks uh, and our co-hosts and Joe what? and we Cisco. Didn't wanna, we didn't want to talk to any of you. Uh, so check us out on our socials. Here. We've set them enough time for you to be able to know them. Fucking assholes. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, you're trying to be picky about what shows you want Season to come of the on the God. Scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh huh.